Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, TikTok is full of all sorts of people dispensing advice, some of it legitimate, some of it maybe a bit more dubious. For instance, this is a woman with the delightful name of Madame Sweat. And this is what she has to say on the controversial subject of armpit cleaning. If you're washing your underarms like this with some tutti fruity soap, I can guarantee you, you still have yesterday's deodorant on your underarms. I'm here in the shower with Joey and he's lathering for 30 seconds. He's doing it right. Plus he's using an antibacterial soap. If you have underarm hair, you really got to get in there to get rid of yesterday's deodorant. A good antibacterial soap has apple cider vinegar, salt and charcoal. Okay, just for full transparency, uh, Madame Swish does actually run a company where she sells that kind of thing, uh, surprisingly. But could it be true? We're joined by someone who knows about all things arm pity. Celine, uh, Celine Daly is a registered advanced nurse practitioner in dermatology. Good afternoon, Celine. Hi, aka Mrs. Sweat here. Yes, Mrs. Sweat. So is, yeah. is uh, uh, this other Miss Sweat, does she know what she's talking about? As I said, TikTok isn't full of professionals with <laughs> master's degrees. You shock me. It's a shocking new freaking new princess something. So this has been a long going debate. And basically, as humans, we are terrified of being smelly. So we learn to go to school to like to hygiene is to, to be hygienic, is to be godly. And we're terrified of being called smelly. We were brought up that way by our parents. The other thing is that when we were back in the caves, we were in Neanderthals, we were honed to smell bad things or malodorous things to protect ourselves. So smelling food that was gone off in particular, that we wouldn't eat it. So it's really to do with two things, our culture and our nose. So our nose is fascinating. Our nose can smell a trillion different smells. So it can recognise a trillion different smells. And that was some research that was done about 10 years ago. Interestingly, though, our nose drops smells. So if you walk into a room with a cat litter tray or a dog, for instance, you will smell that dog. And after about five minutes, you don't smell it anymore. Mm. That's because your nose instantly reacts to it, recognises it and drops it. Because we can't take our nose off and leave it on the bedroom locker. We have to wear our nose all day long. And it smells, again, over a trillion things in our lifetime. So it needs to drop scents because it become overwhelmed. Um, but we do recognise them. So we put them in our little memory bank. So, for instance, smells are wonderful. So if I smell Old Spice, think about my grandfather, who's lovely. If I smell breaking bread, coffee, all that kind of stuff, mm. that's great stuff. It's like food. If you smell something bad instantly, your brain has been told you're in danger and something's wrong. That's why we're terrified of being smelly and we're terrified of smelling bad things as well. So the thing about it is, if you look back onto history, uh, people thought skin disease was contagious and it was very poorly described right up to the 1900s, to be honest. And now we know that most skin diseases are not contagious. They're actually genetic. So there's nothing wrong with you, per se, and you cannot scrub bad skin away. In fact, you make it worse. There's something called the hygiene theory. Basically, Sean, we're too clean. We are washing ourselves way too much, more than we should, with all kinds of stuff that we shouldn't be washing ourselves with. Now, you can be like Madame Smelly and you can make your bits and bobs in the kitchen with apple cider vinegar that's supposed to cure everything right now, charcoal and all the rest of it. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't wash up with food, food items either, like egg or, you know, any kind of food items. You can actually sensitize your, through your skin to become allergic to these foods. So don't rub food items on your skin. Do like I do. I like big factories with clean rooms and all kinds of inspections where they make products to wash your body with in clean rooms where 
properly packaged and sold in nice places like chemists and supermarkets. That's where you pick up your bits to wash it. It's actually cheaper to do that as well. And it's way, way, way safer. If you look back on, I grew up in the 80s, 90s in Mayo, and we had the regular washing, which was, we didn't have a shower until I left home, actually. There was no shower installed in our house. We had a bathtub and we had a sink. We also had those plastic things you plugged onto your bath, if you remember those, the two prongs. Oh, yeah. And you burnt your, burnt your, like third degree burns across <laughs> the country. But anyway, so we used that if you're feeling fancy. But most of it, it was washing the sink under your arms and your bits. And then on a Saturday night bath for Sunday morning and nobody was overly smelling. Nobody was dropping down with the smell of people. So you do not smell if you wash yourself, at least if you wash yourself or shower yourself once or twice a day with soap or preferably with a soap-free, fragrance-free wash in the shower for five minutes, you are not going to be smelly. Do not add in body scrubs or any mad chemicals. It's not advisable. Women love body scrubs. Um, Sean, they're basically moisturizers with lots of shells and bits and pieces of sand in them that mm. people rub on their skin to get rid of like fake tan or dead skin cells. They're bad for the environment. They've been banned in certain countries because they end up in an ocean bed and they are bad for your skin because our skin has its own microbiome. It's got its own little nature bits going on and it doesn't like too much alcohol, fragrance, preservatives, chemicals. It likes something that's so free, fragrance-free to wash with that gets rid of bacteria. You will not be smelly. Then when you come out of your shower or your bath, if you pat your skin dry very gently, leaving it damp and then moisturize, we don't moisturize enough and that's what we're missing in our skincare routine. So washing with a fragrance-free, soap-free wash and shampoo and conditioner, no soap, no fragrance, Pat dry and moisturize. And that should be, you shouldn't go into a shower. And I've nosy bar, I've been into people's houses. I know you look in their shower and they've got loads of products and stuff falling out all over the place. There should be a bottle of shampoo, bottle of conditioner and some body wash. And that's it. Okay, right. And the, and so her contention seems to be that, you know, especially if we have uh, hair under our armpits, we're collecting gunk there that needs to be machine gunned out or something. Is there anything to <laughs> well, that? There is nothing to that. So hair is hair. It's grand. You can wash it. And the thing about it is, if you wash that area with a soap-free wash, you will get rid of the bacteria. In fact, you replace the bad bacteria, the smelly bacteria, with just normal oils. And that's fine. And there's no need to sandblast, power hose, or do anything like that with your skin. Again, going back to this hygiene theory that actual scientists have come up with, and this has gone on maybe for 10 or 15 years, looking at the fact that we're developing more eczema, more dermatitis, more aller- more allergies in general, mm. more allergic contact dermatitis. And that's from using too much fragrance, too much product, too much preservative, and washing ourselves too much as well in hot water that we don't need to do. Many, many years ago when I started training, we used to wash down all our trays and our trolleys and everything with methylated spirits and all these kind of antibacterial washes. In fact, science has found that you can kill off all the germs and the bacteria and the viruses with just soap and water. It doesn't, you don't have to actually use antibacterial washes on yourself unless a doctor recommends it or on, on your household. So what we're doing as well, Sean, is are we're loading up our bathrooms and our kitchens with all this very super fragranced product and the fragrance is actually causing huge issues, particularly with our skin and it's tripping people with the background history of the asthma, eczema, hay fever, allergic rhinitis into allergies. And as well as that, people concocting their own either makeup, their own shampoo or their own body washes with stuff from their kitchen is not a good idea because again, exposing particularly damaged skin to raw foodstuffs can tip people into sensitivity and into allergies as well. Yeah. Am I getting from this, Celine, that perhaps we we wash too much? That maybe we don't we need to shower every day. Much. We absolutely don't need to shower every day. Now, oh. if you've been to the gym, if you've done something like very excessively sporty where you're sweating, yes, go in and have a wash. 
and wash your clothes as well. That's where people kind of get tripped up. They might wash themselves in the gym after workout and they bung in the t-shirt and the shorts or whatever and then use the same clothes. That's what you're smelling sometimes. You're smelling people's clothes that are have, have sweat on them and then sweat that's left overnight or for more than eight hours will get smelly because the bacteria kind of reproduces on it and that's what you're smelling right there. But we are absolutely washing ourselves too much and there's no need to wash yourself twice or three times a day because it's excessive. So in fact, not alone is it unnecessary and it costs you money, it can actually damage your skin long term because your skin is smart enough. It doesn't need to be rubbed or hosed down or power hosed you said yourself. It just needs some gentle washing with a fragrance-free um, soap and a shampoo and a conditioner, pat dry and moisturise. So focus on the moisturising okay. more than anything. Top to and toe, do you moisturise, Celine? Like every bit of you? Every single bit of you, particularly if you're a baby with eczema, particularly if you're a woman and every single little bit of you underlined for women that are over the age of 50 or pre or postmenopausal. Because when you're postmenopausal as a lady, you lose estrogen and you're losing all those natural moisturising factors in your skin and your bone dry. So moisturising every single bit of you with whatever you like, but preferably with something that's fragrance free and soap free and preservative free. And I can tell you that will make such a huge difference difference to your skin. We don't do it. We don't moisturise at all. But you should be moisturising your skin after each and every single shower at a minimum. Okay. Uh, that's actually a couple of questions for you now, Celine. Uh, can, mm. you, can, yeah. you, can you ask Mrs. Sweat? I'm afraid you're stuck with that one now. Uh, can Mrs. Sweat tell me if it's normal for some women not to have armpit hair? I'm 55 and they're hairless. If it was all, has it been all her life and she's completely hairless? Yeah, it would be, sounds uh, like a it, good yeah. idea. Uh, typically, it wouldn't be typical. I will go to your GP. Sometimes people have a thyroid function issue where they don't grow hair or they lose their hair. There's certain types of what we call alopecia of hair loss as well that people can suffer. Again, sometimes due to low red blood cells, thyroid issues. So it's worth mentioning to your GP and your GP can do a routine set of bloods to see there's nothing wrong there. It can just happen to some people that they lose particular hair or don't grow it in the area. But however, I would mention that your GP just in case a little underlying thyroid issue. Okay. Also, um, can you ask how often a a five-month-old baby needs to be washed, please? The amount of baby wash products is overwhelming. Oh, yes. Crazy. And I can tell you, topping and tailing a baby and once a week is fine. Um, Especially if they have a tendency to have dry skin. So there's too much baby product out there. We, you know, and especially the ones that are lovely, bubbly, lavender, fragrance. If it smells beautiful and it's very bubbly, do not wash a baby in it. Try something like Silcox Base, real boring, in a big tub, you get it for a fiver, a massive tub that'll last you about two months for babies. Or Elav have a baby range. There's no fragrance, no preservative, no SLS, nothing that irritates babies. And you can top a tail a baby for two or three days, meaning facing and just down below in the nappy area. And then you can give them a little bath. If they enjoy the bath, you can give them a bath every night. If that's your routine and that's what you enjoy and the baby enjoys it and they don't have dry skin. But there's absolutely no need. Baby skin is gorgeous skin, typically. Mm. There is no need to wash them every single night. If you like to do that, and that's part of your routine for settling down at night time and the baby likes it, that's fine. But if, if there is absolutely no need to wash a baby every day, no. Uh, now people want moisturiser recommendations. A good overall moisturiser. I'll give you an, a great Irish brand, Elav. Elav are a fantastic Irish brand. Um, you'll find them at pharmaceutical pharmacies around the country. Um, they do a baby range, a junior range, an adult range. It's cheap. It's 
cheap as in it's reasonably priced but it's a good product no fragrance no SLS no preservatives that would cause any problems to your skin I would use a total range what we call total emollient therapy especially if you've got dry skin so they do a shower wash they do a shampoo they do a hair conditioner they do everything they do a shave gel as well for men because men shave the wrong way too so they oh. do a shave solution where you put on the shaving um, gel with a little brush and then you shave not against the direction of the hair growth towards the direction of the hair growth and again that particular range contains um, moisturisers so you won't get that beard rash that awful uncomfortable tight skin because again men shave the wrong way so keep it lone preservative no fragrance and elav they're online as well but they're a big Irish brand they're very good Is, is drying yourself very important drying yourself thoroughly? No. So, yeah. I mean, you know when you see that mad rapid rubbing that people yeah. do all over themselves? If you have eczema dry skin, for example, Sean, and you do that mad rubbing business to dry every single little bit of you, what happens is you create friction, you create something called folliculitis, the irritation of the hair follicle, and you can irritate things like eczema or dermatitis. So what you do is a patting motion, not a rubbing motion. So you literally pat your skin with a soft towel, and your skin should be damp, actually, when you finish. It shouldn't be bone dry. So um, tepid water, wash yourself, then out of the shower, pat your skin dry and then apply your moisturiser in long downward strokes all over in the direction of the hair growth, not up against the hair growth. So long downward strokes all over with your moisturiser, moisturise all over and then you can get dressed then. But not that vigorous rubbing, whether it's a baby or an adult. Adult skin or, or like older person's skin is very fragile as well. It's almost like tissue paper and that needs to be taken care of. Again, soap-free washes, patting the skin dry and then applying an emollient or what we call a moisturiser all over the skin. Okay, well then this text might alarm you a little, Celine. Someone says, I like to dry my undercarriage with a rough towel using a sawing action with both arms. I hate a damp booty. Uh, so they're kind of, they're flossing as they're drying as well. Yeah, and it's just cultural. It's a cultural thing. I mean, if you're in any change rooms, you'll see Irish people hiding in the corner in the towel and vigorously drying their skin. Now, it's important to dry in between your toes, but you don't have to absolutely gnaw away at your skin with a towel. If you think about it, you're just destroying skin cells. That's all you're doing. Now, that's it's very look if he can do what he wants to do. But the problem is that you can cause things like fungal infections or breaking breakage in the skin. You can create things like cellulitis, for example. With females, that can create a problem as well. So blushing, damp, uh, blushing, drying motion, not the sawing motion, because that's just a habit this person has gotten into. And when you think about it, we're creatures of habit. We all shower the same way. We come out of the shower, we stand the same way. We literally dry our skin on our body the exact same way each time if you think about it. There are creatures of habit and this listener has just got into that habit. Maybe just switch it up now tomorrow and yeah. try your blotting, patting motion and do that for a week and see how different your skin is. Yeah, and hopefully nobody has to use that towel afterwards. Uh, Celine, <laughs> thanks a million for talking to us today. That's uh, Celine Daly there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.